0: Meet Megan. Hi. A professional wedding photographer. And professional wedding planner Emily. Hey there. Together, with 20 years' experience in planning, designing, and shooting all things wedding, they'll discuss how it's so much more than pretty pictures and a fun party. Welcome to Wedding Therapy, a podcast exploring why it is that weddings bring out the best and worst in people, and how to navigate relationships and conflicts during the wedding planning process and beyond.
1: I'm ready. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to the Wedding Therapy Podcast. We have a very unique episode for you guys today. Um, It's the quarantine, and I'm in my bedroom. Megan, I don't even know where you are. You're in... (laughs) I'm in my bedroom
0: in Wyoming,
1: yes. And we... Honestly, it took a quarantine for us to figure out how to do remote recording. (laughs)
0: I'm very excited about this, actually. It gives us a world of options.
1: I know, I know. I will say we probably need to learn more about doing like the mics and stuff, but because you're in Wyoming, I couldn't drop off a mic to you so yes well, that'll be phase two, phase two for <laughs> hopefully we don't have to be doing this that much longer, but um we haven't been putting out episodes because well we talked I talked um last week about how it just felt really weird and Mm -hmm. we had texted about it just like what's going on in the world and
0: well it feels wrong almost to keep talking about weddings
1: yeah and how you how you can make yours better right and and like how to hire a videographer it's like uh oh olive's (laughs) here on the zoom she just sneezed (laughs) Mm -hmm. um yeah it's just impossible to keep our normal schedule and not acknowledge that it feels like the world is ending. (laughs) Yeah, but it's also
0: hard because it makes me wonder, is it better to keep a normal schedule? Will that provide people with some sense of normalcy to have things continue going? And I don't know what that answer is. So I I feel like we tried to do a happy medium
1: here. Well, I'm (laughs) glad you brought that up because I feel like my initial reaction was this is so insensitive if mm-hmm. we keep going. But then, um, and to be honest, I wasn't listening to podcasts the way I normally was because yeah. for me, podcast listening is like when you're in traffic or like for us living in LA, when I have an appointment in Orange County, you know, like mm-hmm. I just know I'm going to be in the car all day. But when I've been home, podcasts are not like my... Go to necessarily. And it wasn't until like a week and a half ago where I was like, oh my gosh, Armchair Expert has all these new episodes that I'm so behind on. Mm. And I listened to one while I was just like vacuuming and cleaning. And uh, Dax and Monica even said, they were like, there's so much uncertainty and nothing feels normal anymore. And they were like, we're committed to keeping the podcast going to Mm. bring you a sense of normalcy back Mm. in your life and Mm -hmm. that struck me and I honestly I texted you like the day after and I was Mm -hmm. like what should we do like I I think it's different for them obviously because we're specifically talking about weddings right on here and they're just like talking to celebrities about. So obviously it's a very different situation, but I really did like that. And I was like, Mm -hmm. maybe we need to be doing something. It doesn't necessarily need to be interviewing florists per se, but just doing something like acknowledging that we know this is insane, but trying to bring it some sort of way like wedding therapy podcast in a way Mm -hmm.
0: kind of thing and letting letting our our listeners know that we're here and that
1: we're with you and
0: we understand and you know i'm emily and i i mean we haven't talked specifics but you know i all my weddings for the foreseeable future have been postponed and so
1: i wanted to talk about that with you Mm -hmm. and um like we just so you guys know, we haven't talked a ton about business, and I was kind of I wanted so badly to have like a check in with you, Megan, and be like, mm-hmm. what's going on?" but I was like oh we got I gotta wait till we're recording <laughs>
0: um
1: and i don't I haven't like done the analytics on like how many people listening are brides versus vendors, but I think it would be really helpful to just have like a moment of commiserating and like how this has affected our businesses, how this is affecting other people in our industries, businesses and in ways that we're trying to be strategic. I don't really know. I'm curious yeah. to hear your thoughts just because, like, we're in the same industry, but we do very different things. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I guess that could be like our first just segue into our mm-hmm. first thing i going to talk about. So, all of yours for 2020 are yeah. profound.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: even fall weddings.
0: Yes. Uh, even somebody in June was potentially going to postpone to 20, September, 2020. So three months later, and then she postponed to September, 2021. Whoa. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: So yes. And not only the weddings that are mine, but the weddings I'm I mean, I had a ton of second shooting weddings on my calendar that are li- I mean, I, my calendar is completely, I have zero, like, it's just, there's nothing on there right now.
1: Is that, and pre- I mean, why, I feel like we should preface why you're in Wyoming. You didn't move. Oh,
0: it. no, sorry. Yes. That is a good thing to talk about. Yeah. No, I was
1: like, kind of just skimmed right over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, um, my mom lives in Wyoming and um, I, because of my business, I feel like I don't have a lot of, a lot of opportunities to visit her. Cause
1: yeah, um, well, that's a good point.
0: It's just I don't know it, you know it's hard to go on vacation, and oh, like yeah. I would like to be here for at least a week if I'm going to come, and you know leaving for an entire week is a lot, <clears throat> so I just don't get to see her very often and and when everything kind of shut down, and you know, I didn't have school, and I'm literally at home like twiddling my thumbs, I right. was just like i you know, I understand that it's a risk for me to travel, and that definitely scared me. Um, but I just couldn't pass up this opportunity to, to be with her for an extended period of time. I was like, there's no, I mean, there's nowhere else I'd rather be. Like if I had an opportunity to like go somewhere for, for a while, um, I want to just hang out, you know? I mean, it's beautiful here too. I mean, my mom's porch like opens up to like a mountain range. So it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, we'll post a picture.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, this is like really ignorant, like Cali girl through, I'm like, I know nothing about Wyoming. No, I, it, it's, it's fine. I think of Buffalo.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty, there's that and deer. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> and it's the least populated state. So, you know, there's just, it's a lot of wide open spaces, not a lot of people, but gorgeous
1: you know what? Um, Andy brought that up. Cause I was telling him, I like, I'm so excited. Today's like, I've been looking forward to today. I'm like, I have things to do <laughs> I podcast and I have a zoom meeting with one of my brides after this. And I was just like, I have two appointments today. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Andy was asking about you, like, you know, where is she right now? And I, cause I had mentioned that I couldn't bring you a microphone and he was like, well, where is she? I was like, Wyoming. And he was like, Oh, that's probably a really good place to be because it's so um not like, populated. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh mate, I guess so. I don't know. I never Yeah,
0: it has the least time. number of COVID cases here. Um and I think they I heard, I didn't actually see this on the news, but when I first got here I think it was april 10th um they hadn't had any deaths from covid in the state and then i think i heard that there was one but basically the point being that if there was going to be a state to be in that is safe from that that particular thing it's definitely this and my mom literally lives 30 minutes outside of like the you know town so it's just like it's yeah so that's where i am i'm just visiting my mom i'm having a great time i'm enjoying being here and just it's amazing what happens when you don't have an actual agenda. Like you can be so much more present and um I don't have things in the back of my mind I'm thinking I need to do. It's just like I'm just here. And <clears throat> that There's part so of it I'm nice. really enjoying.
1: We're so different. <laughs> Cuz I feel like not having an agenda has made me Oh okay. I'm I flip-flop. Like I have moments where I'm really present and I have moments where my brain is spiraling and I'm in the same room as Andy and I'm like a million different places. And I have all these things in the back of my head. Like I should be pivoting my business. I should go back to school. I should Mm. read five more books than I was Mm -hmm. originally playing. Like I am creating stress for myself. I'm like, Mm -hmm. this is ridiculous. But then other, I do have moments of like great reflection and peace and, being totally content with not doing anything, mm-hmm. um, but those I feel like I have to like mentally prepare myself to be in. Mm-hmm. My go-to is to spiral.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I missed an appointment on Monday because I literally forget what day it is. So <laughs> <laughs> they text me, and I was like, "Uh, crap." <laughs> I've never done that, but I'm not looking oh, at my yeah. calendar. I'm not looking at my calendar anymore. So I'm just like, yeah. I don't know. I think it's Wednesday. Like,
1: <laughs> That's um, so real. That's so very rough. different. Well, okay. Well, I still have weddings um, for do for this year. Well,
0: oh, I mean, for now.
1: As of right now, yeah. October, November, and December, I'm actually supposed to be in Mexico right now for a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, my, one of my like big destination weddings for the year is supposed to be this weekend and we postponed hers to December. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast. I feel like I have to, but I personally like don't do weddings in December. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a whole backstory for that, but, um, obviously I, this poor girl, her destination wedding. So I'm hoping that that still can happen because uh, I don't know. I think this is like, the common thing with all things quarantine or COVID or whatever you want to call it is just a big question mark. We're all yeah. making decisions with like this amount of information. And like you mentioned, you're like, Oh, I don't know if it was on the news or not. A part of me is like, it almost doesn't even matter if it is on the news. Cause this yeah. are in 24 hours. That could be pretty It'll be different or different mm-hmm. or conflicting with another stat or something. Yeah. And I think, And I go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that affects our industry so mm-hmm. much just because everything is based on planning ahead,
0: mm-hmm.
1: everything. And so it's, a, it's an impossible position to be in as a planner mm-hmm. because people come to me asking for advice and I've never lived through this before. I have mm-hmm. no idea. Like I've just as much information as they do. And it's so hard to give real advice because I don't know. And I don't want to say something wrong and then news changes and then they've moved their whole wedding because of something I said. I don't know. It puts so much pressure on me. And then I think of the photographers out there who, or, or, or actually photographers, videographers, florists, like your clients, and correct me if I'm wrong, but they're not necessarily going to you to talk through it. They're just like, Hey, we're postponing. Or you're hearing from the planner about postponements.
0: Yeah. The most I hear is this is the date we're thinking of postponing to. We'd Are love you- to still work with you. Are you available?
1: Yeah. So you're That's just inundated it. with emails like that
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you don't really get a say in it. You just have to kind of go with the flow. Yeah. Uh, it's so hard.
0: Well, and I don't know about you, but my anxiety has been not great. <laughs>
1: Same.
0: It's been because, and I feel like it's because of what you said, where there's no stability. There's no, everything's unknown. Everything's scary. Mm-hmm. I, I've literally, and that's part of why I haven't watched the news. I was like, I can't, I can't. No. I should be informed, but I was like this, I can't.
1: <laughs> Honestly, the first two weeks I was on Twitter like every day and Granted, it was because my clients, that was like the first two weeks were when all my March, April brides were freaking out, you know, understandably so. So I felt like I didn't know enough and I needed to stay on top of it. But it's crazy how like, it's literally, what's the word that I'm thinking of? Like the amount of time you're on Twitter, on the news correlates with the rise in anxiety, if uh-huh, that makes sense. Uh-huh. And I just saw myself getting... Deeper and deeper, and it was so, so much for me. Mm-hmm. And I had that compounded with the fact that Andy still has a to good to work. And mm-hmm. so, and this was like early on where I'm like, oh my gosh, people must be dying left and right. Like, New York, everyone's dying. And I'm thinking, oh, my husband's gonna get it. Like, mm-hmm. he's gonna get it. He's walking into strangers' homes, touching people, getting close to people's faces on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And I'm, that's where my head was at. And then, you know, more information started coming in. I was like, okay, we probably wouldn't die. He probably wouldn't die, but still (laughs) just like, and then I was just like, well, then if this was before um, California was on like the stay at home order, I was like, we have to quarantine because if he's going out every other day and coming in, he's getting exposed to stuff. I'm getting exposed to stuff. So, even if we're allowed to move about, so we like self quarantine the first week of March, mm-hmm. and it's crazy how that messes with your mind, and like things that wouldn't make you anxious all of a sudden are triggers
0: mm-hmm. like like from being at home, you mean
1: yeah, just like stupid things I don't like. Social media never stressed me out ever. Mm-hmm. The news honestly never stressed me out. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had generally a really good filter. Like I could watch something objectively and be like, mm, I'm not going to freak out about it because this feels biased. Or or I would just try and like listen to things objectively. Mm-hmm. In the ridiculous headlines that would send me, into an anxiety spin I'm just Mm -hmm. like three months ago I would have never even like batted an eye at that you know I don't know but I think it's the 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 question marks yeah that
0: are the 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 well and what I've recognized too about myself and this isn't necessarily been with quarantine it's actually been a relational kind of awareness that I've recognized but when there's unknowns your brain like tries to fill in the gaps like it's trying to understand what's happening or what's going on or make sense of it. Yes. And so with this it's just like everything's on, you know, hyperdrive with like that makes a lot us, you know, trying to make sense of this and basically there isn't there isn't a way to do that. And so anyway, that's just made my made my brain explode a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, that makes so much sense. Um I was so curious because you mentioned school your school are your classes all online or are classes done
0: they are online but i wasn't enrolled in this That's semester right.
1: and right. now
0: that they're online i don't know i don't i've i've logged on a couple times to try to figure it out but i think because it's new for everybody i'm like i don't really know how to do this like i don't even know how to look at classes that are coming up like uh, cuz everything feels it's hard to explain but it it's know. yeah they had to turn over and try to make all classes online in like two weeks. And so I feel like they're trying to figure it out. So I just haven't had a I haven't really been looking into it. So okay. anyway, I'm not in school at the moment.
1: Okay. I was just like, I'm so curious what a psychology class would say about all of this. You know. Oh like, yeah. What's going on in our brains and why do we react certain ways or I don't know, mm-hmm. examples from past epidemics. I'm just fascinated by it, but I know nothing about it, yeah. um, so, okay. I probably won't have a lot of weddings either. You don't have any, I don't know if you've noticed this on like our wedding networks. Are you seeing a lot of wedding vendors pivoting their businesses to like offer new and different things?
0: Yeah. I, I don't know if I'd say a lot. I am seeing it a little bit.
1: Right. So you're right. Yeah. Not a lot. Yeah. I've been noticing it and that has made me really stressed because I feel like I don't have anything else to do, like to offer. Yeah, like I feel like yeah. photographers have a tangible product, and whether you're shooting a wedding or shooting literally anything else, like you have a, a product or a, something that you can do. Like, I um, saw this clothing designer in LA who I follow, and she does like all her own. Designs and then she shoots all her product and gets it like ready for the website to be able to, like. Mm-hmm. So she does like product shots and stuff. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Hey, I've been doing this for years as a way to save money. Are there any other small businesses that need their products photographed to mm-hmm. be like storefront, online mm-hmm. storefront ready?" Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking about offering that. You could like drop all the stuff at my house. I'll shoot it, whatever. And mm-hmm. I was like, "So smart." Mm-hmm. But like, I can't offer that. I can mm-hmm. barely take Instagram photos. Mm -hmm. and other, I saw some wedding photographers or not some, but like handful, like offering branding session. Like they also know how to do web design and coding. So they're like Mm -hmm. offering to update people's websites. And I'm looking Mm -hmm. at all of that and I'm like, I can't do that. I can't do Mm -hmm. any of that. All I can do is events. (laughs) Don't know like if events will even be happening in the foreseeable future. And so that really stressed me out. And I can only imagine that other wedding vendors are feeling that same way. Like I do invitations or I do, you know, officiating (laughs) or, you know, like whatever. And I don't know. I just, I've gotten a lot of feedback from loved ones that like, you don't need to do anything else. Like just because Mm -hmm. other people have it, like you don't, but it's really hard to not put that on yourself. Like I should be doing what these people are doing. I should be diversifying. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I haven't done any of that. Um, I guess because I'm under the impression that like, this is a time where people aren't going to be spending money on anything. They don't have to, that's, right. I, I mean, maybe these people are offering it, but I don't know how busy they are. Like, are people taking advantage of that or?
1: That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm so clueless about all of this. Um, well, if you're a wedding planner out there or a wedding vendor and you're feeling the same way, you're not alone.
0: Have you looked into unemployment insurance?
1: you know, all of that overwhelms me so much. And I haven't, I mean, I've done a little bit of research. I feel like for 1099 or like entrepreneurs, it's at least from what I found online, it's like a lot more confusing to do all the paperwork than if I was like a server at a restaurant and got Mm -hmm. laid off. I've, like my brother works at BJ's and he was able to like figure it out, do it, got like so easy. And I spent like two hours reading stuff online. And I think I'm just so nervous of doing something wrong and like filling something out wrong that, Mm -hmm. and then I get in trouble or get, I don't know. I just, I, it's so overwhelming to me. Um, I mean, we're full disclosure. We're really fortunate that, I mean, we don't rely solely on my income to like right. pay our bills and stuff. So I'm not like even Andy's, I went through like a spiral a couple weeks ago and Andy was like, listen, I don't know what you're stressing out about. You don't need to start a new business. And uh, sorry. He's like, it's fine. If it will all blow over. We'll be fine. You'll be fine. Don't put yourself through that. So I know there's a lot of people out there. There's, Friends of mine who they are the sole providers in their family and their small business is the thing that puts a roof over their kids' head. So they're in definitely like different positions than I am. So I've done the research, but I haven't been like really yeah. strong about it. I
0: don't know. Makes sense. There's I applied and got what I think is rejected. I don't know. They didn't say that. It was just like the the paragraph they sent back just sounded like basically we don't have any money for you was kind of the gist. And then um great. But on April <laughs> on April twenty eighth, there's supposed to be unemployment specifically is supposed to be launching something specific okay, I've said that word so many times. <laughs> specifically for entrepreneurs or small businesses.
1: Got it. Got it. So
0: I don't know April, if that's April helpful for twenty you, but... you said? April, sorry, 28th is what I meant to say.
1: Oh, okay. Huh, okay.
0: Like, apparently they're going to have a different section that's Oh. for that's us. Well, that would be really helpful. Um, so I'm kind of just having on my calendar and I'm waiting to, like, reapply at that point.
1: Awesome. Well, yeah. maybe I should do that, too. <laughs> um, well, I've been trying to shift our messaging on our Instagram, instead of being like really related. mm -hmm. related, I feel like I've been trying to shift that. So I don't know if people who are listening have like noticed that, but I feel like we've gotten some good feedback on it. Like people Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I needed to hear this today or whatever. And full disclosure, I'm like picking things that I need to hear.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> like, totally self-serving. I'm like, Oh, this really hits me today. Um, so that's what I've been doing, but I think this would be a really cool opportunity if we want to like put a call out there. I know in the past we've done, um, the mini where we share like wedding blunders, mm-hmm. <laughs> which now just, I wish I had a wedding blunder to share. <laughs> um, I think it would be kind of cool if we put a call out to people with like, how are you handling this? Like I've heard like my, okay. So like a great example. Um, maybe I'll ask this bride if she wants to like write it in her own words, but my Mexico bride that's supposed to be getting married this weekend, her and all her friends, they like went down to the courthouse before, like we knew it was coming that they would shut down. They went and like just got married at the courthouse Mm -hmm. a few months ago. And like, she had an epic dress, like Mm -hmm. epic. Um, got some wildflowers and their friends took some pictures and they did their vows there. And I mean, I can't speak for her, but it looked so special and so meaningful and we're going to have an epic celebration in Mexico, you know, who knows when. Um, But I think it'd be (laughs) cool to hear stories like that, like how people staying somewhat positive and maybe the not positive stories. I think, it's important to be honest and be like, Hey, this really sucks. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a bride who's, uh, or a groom rather his aunt just passed away from COVID and try asking them to make any wedding planning decisions Mm -hmm. right now. Like Mm -hmm. that's impossible. I can't even imagine. So, I mean, I'm not saying people need to send in like, their tragic death stories necessarily, unless they want to. But, um, I don't know. I think it would be kind of fun to share. We could read a few and just give like some inspiration and like the same way we do mini sods, like, Hey, crazy, awful things happen at every wedding. So like, you're yes. not alone. That's mm-hmm. the main reason we do it is yeah, is you're not alone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, what better time right now than, yeah, no, like,
0: I love that. I, I, ha- I, ha- I know somebody that, um, She goes to my church and I, I, she had inquired with me about shooting her wedding, but then literally I think within two weeks from even her inquiry, she, everything kind of got shut down and she basically, they basically went and like found a spot by the beach and like got married. And I don't know if that's going to be their only thing. Like if that's just it, if that's just what they decided to do, but, and not have something later. But either way, all that to say, I also know somebody who basically just decided to like get married with just the two of them when she just got engaged recently and was in the middle of planning a wedding. Um, so I, I even have somebody that we could, you know, try to ask just for some inspiration and encouragement. And
1: I love that. I feel like we all need that. I feel like brides, grooms, vendors, we all need like some happy news. <laughs> Um, yeah. Speaking of, have you seen John Krasinski's uh, YouTube thing? Shoot. I should have wrote it down. What's it called? Um, oh, Some Good News, I think, is what it's called. No, but
0: I love him, so this sounds interesting.
1: Okay, I love him too, and it is on another level good. I think there's <laughs> episodes, and I've cried at every single one. Hmm. Although, I've been crying a lot lately. Me too! Have you? Yes! I'm stressed and tears are coming. Like, I'll read a book. Not sad, not (laughs) emotional. Like, just a beautiful story. Weeping. Weeping Mm. because the story's over. Read a book about, like, a rock and roll band in the 60s. Like, it was drugs, sex, and rock and roll. Like, great read. Really entertaining. Not worth tears. Soft when I feel (laughs) (laughs) Do you think it's because you are more present?
0: Like, there's not all these other things taking up your brain, and so you're actually able to feel your feelings? Do you know what I'm saying? This is speculation, but I'm just wondering.
1: I mean, my mind is blowing right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm over here. I'm not present. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know, but... Andy like came over and he's like, are you okay? And I was like, I just, this book was just so good. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Quarantine has made me soft. Um, and, or more present and, um, <laughs> yeah, I cried at every episode. Uh, it's some good news. I think it's on YouTube. I'm sure if you just like Google John Krasinski, yeah. good news, it'll come up. But I, it, it'll instantly make you feel good I love it and it's things like that I guess is what I'm saying why I want to do the mini soaps. like obviously there's so much bad and like negativity right now but when people just put all of that aside and be like let's just do something really good and cool and positive I feel like it impacts you know exponentially oh, yeah. so yeah
0: there's power in all of it, whether it's negative or, or positive. I mean, yeah. we're being affected by the negative. We're going to be affected by the positive in the same way.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. That's so true. Um, do you think that when all of this blows over, weddings are going to be like, I'm so curious to hear your thoughts because I feel like I'm in two camps. Like I have one foot in both of them I feel like weddings will either never be the same like we're never Mm -hmm. gonna have 200 people weddings anymore or like we won't see buffets as much or you know just like all the sanitary things um I wonder if that will be a trend like we'll see more elopements more like intimate 50 people weddings or do you think people are like so starved for human interaction and like just family gatherings and hugging and like all of that, do you think weddings are going to explode and people are going to be like, we freaking want to party because things have been so sad and negative lately
0: option two. You think? <laughs> yeah. Only because I I'm an introvert. So this whole thing doesn't really bother me that much. I mean, you know, I still need people, but
1: right, right, right. Um,
0: but yeah, I mean, I, I more often than not hear people talking about all the things they're going to do when they get out of quarantine and how they can't wait. And my friend's talking about, I just want to make a game night and I want to do like a cupcake contest. And like, she's literally trying to make up reasons to like be with people. And that seems to be more of what I hear about at least in my, in my circle. And I also think that, while it would probably serve us as a society to, to limit gatherings and
1: mm-hmm.
0: be more sanitary. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to say this nicely.
1: <laughs> well, I just, will just do whatever you want to say.
0: Well, it has just made me aware of this has made me aware about how horrible our hygiene is in general. Um, And I feel like people are just gonna revert right back to what they were doing. And so I don't see people being like, Oh, well now we need to be more careful in the future. I see people just doing what they would have done anyway. That's kind of how I think of like us as a as a whole. Yeah. Maybe not certain individuals.
1: Yeah, I see. But as a whole. I think the one reason why I feel like it's still a possibility is just I think weddings are different than like a game night or a dinner party. I think because grandparents and like loved ones who are older because I see my clients being like, I'm not going to have a wedding and not have my grandpa there But if having him there puts him at risk, then I'd rather cut my guest count down. Like, I don't need a hundred friends there. I I want my, like, I think people are Mm reprioritizing how they invite guests. And, And I think the other reason why I still think that could still be a thing is, I mean, I don't know, but I've been hearing things about, like, sports and music festivals and, like, hard, like laws and stuff that are, like, you cannot have events of a certain amount for, like, until there's a vaccine or something. Mm, right. Yeah, or, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, that's the only...
1: Yeah, so, I Whatever. Mean, I don't want to get
0: political about it, but...
1: huh? Yeah, I'm not saying, like, people want to do it. I'm saying people might be, like, what you're saying, how, like, they want to have all these events. I'm just not yeah. sure what we'd be allowed to do either. Right. I mean...
0: And the reason I have that opinion and this, you know, I was talking with a friend about it, and this is where this, this idea kind of came up mm-hmm. is that there's also a lot of people that don't think this is a big deal. And unfortunately, right. I mean, a lot of people feel that way where I am right now, because they're not being affected by like, it's not that bad here.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: And so I'm hearing that a lot more where I am. Um, that's so and that's not to give Wyoming a bad name, but it's just the fact that, you know, my friend said, he was talking about my mom and my stepdad. And he goes, what did he say? Something like, well, yeah, he, they're okay. Or that person's okay with it. Cause they're not being affected by it. If they knew that you coming into contact with their grandparent was going to kill them, then obviously they would start to care about it, but they only don't care about it because it's not affecting them.
1: Exactly. And I think that's just a general American way. Yes. Of- human
0: thing. Yeah, human,
1: but, um, I do think some countries and like nations are generally more considerate of others. Mm -hmm. Like that's just me personally. In my experience, like certain countries where it's just kind of like, the honor system actually works. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But in general, I think the human condition is to look out for number one. And so when something doesn't seem to affect you, there's kind of this like, well,
0: yeah. And they're like, why aren't we opening things back up and the economy is blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, but people are dying. I understand that you don't know anyone that's dying.
1: Right. Yeah. But that doesn't mean
0: that that's not a concern.
1: Right. For sure. And I think that's something that our country is going to struggle with for a while. I like foresee this being just another one of those things that's going to divide people. But Mm -hmm. anyways, I digress. I'm just curious. I'm so curious if events, and maybe this is just specifically to California. um, I'm just really curious what the future is going to hold and if like laws will be put in place or if it'll really just be up to the individuals of what they're gonna do and I think Mm -hmm. you're right I think a lot of our unsanitary practices are I mean in a year I don't know if people will even be thinking about it I'm not gonna lie the whole hand washing thing like I always wash my hands all the time but full disclosure was not washing them as long as I apparently needed to and I was like I don't remember Ever. I'm talking like five-year-old Emily. I don't remember anyone telling me that I needed to wash my hands for that long. I'm like, Mm -hmm. how did I not know that? So. Yeah, me neither. Anyway. But even just,
0: I mean, I've done it so much on the Zoom call. Like, I touched my face.
1: Oh, I know. Like, the worst. (laughs) I'm so... Andy says all the time, he's like, stop it. He's like swatting my hands down and I don't even notice that I'm doing it. It's crazy.
0: There's this video I saw, on, I think it was on Facebook, where this guy goes in the bathroom to wash his hands and then he goes to like shut off the water and then he realizes that like he just basically contaminated his hands again and then he tries to like wash them again and like do it with his elbow and then he goes to get the paper towels and then he realizes he contaminated himself again it's just like literally it's so funny because it's him his whole process of trying to like get from the from the sink to the door to leave and like he can't do it without basically touching something
1: oh yeah It's crazy now that I, like when I watch movies and TV, I'm following the storyline, but I'll notice, I'll be like, oh my gosh, look at all that they're touching right now. (laughs) Like all that. Or I have had dreams now where I'm out somewhere and people are hugging and I'm like, what are we doing? (laughs) I'm freaking out and no one is listening to me. And it's like infiltrating my subconscious. (laughs) That's awesome. My <laughs> mind. Anyways, well, this has been really fun. Mm-hmm. I kind of love Zoom podcasting. Hopefully this records. <laughs> yeah.
0: Otherwise, it was just a good catch up. <laughs> it
1: was. It was. Um, I before we leave, are you going to be home soon or how long are you going to stay there?
0: Um, I don't have an end date at the moment. Um, okay. but I'm thinking probably early May, like maybe another week or two, but I haven't really decided.
1: Cool. Cool. Um, well, I wish I was in Wyoming right now. (laughs) I'm so sick of looking at my backyard, my backyard, (laughs) my porch. (laughs) Uh, Those are my two views.
0: (laughs) Well, I'll try to send you a a good, a better one.
1: Oh my gosh. Send us a pic. We'll put it on the Instagram.
0: Yeah.
1: This is what Megan gets to look at. Um well this is our official call I'll put it on the Instagram too if you guys have any inspiring cool stories of couples or families making the most um of this crisis we want to share them cuz mm-hmm. we need some good news too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and I don't know we'll probably we'll probably text and figure out if we're going to do this again or what when we'll do it again and when we feel it appropriate to bring back our regular episodes. Believe it or not, we had so many good episodes just waiting. We had like five on, on, in queue. I know. I was so (laughs) proud of us too. I was like, the first time we like figured out how to get ahead (laughs) and this happens. Uh, Well, anyways, um, it was great to see you and your luxurious hair. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I've missed it. Um, And yeah, we'll be back soon-ish. Yep. I don't know how to, how do I stop? (laughs) Oh, make sure you're following us on Instagram.
0: Yes. Wedding Therapy Podcast, Facebook and Instagram. And our email is weddingtherapypodcast at gmail.com.
1: Yes. So send your stories there and we'll, we'll read them to you. Okay.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening
0: to the Wedding Therapy Podcast brought to you by Tasteful Tatters and Megan Christine Photography.
1: If you like what you've heard today, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. We always appreciate hearing from you. Leave a review. It only takes a couple seconds.
0: For more, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Wedding Therapy Podcast. And you can always email us at weddingtherapypodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> so loud. <laughs>